Resuming. Weird. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatherms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... Gentlemen and Knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, it's all about the... Booyah! What's up? It's your boy, Joe, baby. And to my other, other right, weighing in at 178, adamantium-filled pounds, coming straight out of Krakoa, Alfonso X-Man Flores. Professor, body slide by three. Body slide reference. I am actually going to know what that's a reference to. Um, that was the early X Force. Does Cable still do the body slides? No, no. It's when he had he had uh, Gray Malkin as his home base, which is which was originally Asteroid M, and he had a tra- teleportation unit there that would send him places, so he'd be able to take him, the team, whoever, from one place to another. But it was blown up, so he ain't got it no more. No more body slides. Well, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, if you are listening and have no idea what Alfonso was talking about, then that means that this is an episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. And today we are going to be discussing the most anticipated movies of 20 and 23. Joe, Alfonso, and myself have picked out three movies each and maybe a couple of honorable mentions that we'd like to talk about today. Movies that we're excited about and we want you to be excited about. And hopefully we all are excited about each other's movies, but I'm probably going to find a reason not like their list. Uh, But let me get started uh, with my number three movie. Now, this movie is part of a franchise, and I would say that when I initially watched, like, let's say the last installment of this franchise, I completely, I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous, it's dumb, I cannot believe that they're doing this, but you know what, they're up to number 10, Fast X is my number three, and I'm coming back for more, I want to see the family, I want to see Dom and Letty, and the Toretto's little baby Toretto now, I want to check it out. So that's my number t- number three, Fast X. Joe, what's your thoughts on that? Quick cap in, bro. We went to go watch the nine when you were like, meh. You and Rashawn were like bagging on I was like, ah, I kind of like it. It's pretty good. Now you're hyped up for 10. Why are you so hyped up about 10? Besides uh, the guy that just coming back. Well... It's it's because uh, fast like if I look at the sort of movies that I like, it's like mm-hmm. fast cars, yeah. explosions, a little bit of martial arts in there, and that's yeah. pretty much everything that the Fast and Fran- excuse me the Fast and the Furious franchise gives you. Mm-hmm. But my problem was in the last one. Spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen. In the last one, they took a Pontiac Fiero <laughs> into space. That's when I was like, nah, bro. I could have just walked out right there. It was Bro, a Pontiac Fiero in space. I'm okay with that because that's the way the, the movie is what that's what it's all about is extreme situations where where it's it's everything that dude Dom is not going to drive off a cliff 
shoot his harpoon stick or whatever it was and swing around all that's, that's never gonna happen but that's the type of stuff that we see in that movie that's actually my number three as well so i'm kind of looking forward because well, i'm a, i'm a i'm a huge fan of that uh that franchise and i'm kind of looking forward to gal gadot supposed to you know be in this you know in 10 and i'd be okay if how do you feel i'd be okay if they brought Paul Walker's brother there to play him. I don't think too many people would be upset with that. What do you guys think? No, I, I think that would be totally cool. I look at it like it's not like they're trying to bring in someone to replace Paul Walker. It's more yeah. like honoring Paul Walker. So right. I'd be totally cool with that. Yeah. I wonder if Gal Gadot accepted the role like to come back once everything started going down at dc she was like ah i'm not getting that dc money i better Dude, hop on another franchise that's for sure well like you know like because they're always bringing people back because they brought back on mm -hmm. but you know you know vin diesel probably said hey yo gal <laughs> what's good my girl what's good and she was like show me the money show yeah. me the money and i think it'll be interesting because if I were to run through a list of Gal Gadot movies that really stand out to me, obviously you have the Fast and the Furious franchise. Uh, you have that movie Red that she did with The Rock and mm -hmm. uh, Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And you have Wonder Woman. I can't think of anything else she's been in. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, is she really marketable or has she just been like too tied up in the DC franchise? Yeah, like... I think that movie Red was pretty good. I could have done without The Rock. Now that I think about it, because he's 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 getting worse than Marky Mark. At least Marky Mark and and Keanu have branched off to do different type of movies. But it seems like every time a, a Rock is in a movie, it's the same format with the guy. You know, it's. I feel like there's a lot of Rock hate out there right now, and I'm mm -hmm. still a Dwayne Johnson fan. I love where he came from, and I love yeah. that the dude is so full of himself. Yeah. It's like it's like I wish that I could be completely wrong and just like be like, oh no, here let me throw out some fake statistics to mm -hmm. show you all that I'm right. And then mm -hmm. when people show like, no, those statistics are fake, just be like, just not back down, you know. And then make up stuff like, well, you know, I've decided that I don't want to be part of whatever, whatever. Instead of just being like, bro, they had no place for me anyway. You know, mm -hmm. his ego, it's like you have The Rock and then you have his ego. Mm -hmm. And even though I can't respect The Rock, because you're right, he is the same dude over and over. Yeah, I respect his ego and his just his total unwillingness to admit like, yo, I took the L. I don't know, man. I think if I was like that, you'd be like, hey, yo, bro. <laughs> We took it all on this one, man. Like, bro, you're handling it the wrong way. I got to think about that one because I'm like, you know, it's like I'm going to support my bro. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, but you know what? I would support you, but then I'd pull you aside and I'd be like, Joe, Joe, mm -hmm. come on, bro. Come yeah. On. So, yeah. But in public, I'd be like, them stats is right. Okay. You yeah. Know, yeah. Stats. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Stats don't lie unless you're the rock. Yeah. That's factual, bro. Yeah, yeah. if Joe ever posts any stats and they're wrong, you'll never hear it from me. <laughs> <laughs> X-Man, what you got at number three? Uh, for me, number three, I have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Okay. So Guardians, I mean, these movies have been hitting hard. I mean, even the holiday special, which was, you know, 
so so short. You know, they've done so much with it. Uh, James Gunn, he's been amazing with these movies. He's just, you know, he, he's killing it. He's bringing back uh, music that people aren't normally listening to and, you know, never even heard of. And some people are just, you know, they're becoming top 10 hits all over again. He's making people money who made the music so long ago that everybody forgot about. You know, his timing and his wit are great. You know, we're going to get the, the last appearances of Batista as, uh, as Drax. Um, as it looks, it looks like... Um, Rockets on the cutting room floor. They've already announced that the next Guardians of the Galaxy is not going to be the same team. So, what, what what's that going to look like? You know, this is going to lead up all to that. And there's, I think it's it's going to open up a big can of worms. I'm really super mm-hmm. stoked about this. Right. Uh, I am. <laughs> I'm torn. Mm-hmm. I was a lot more excited about this movie before James Gunn decided to dismantle the DCEU. <laughs> because I I feel like normally I am completely invested and 100% behind what James Gunn is doing. Mm-hmm. But after seeing his dismantling of the DCEU, I just really have to question his vision. And I know mm-hmm. it's like, hey, completely different universe, uh, different properties. There's no connection. But to me... I've lost faith in James Gunn with everything he's done with the DCEU. So I'm reserving judgment or excitement Mm -hmm. on this one. See, it's tough though, because he really hasn't done. I mean, yeah, he's, he's washed everything clean, but you haven't seen his product yet. Like Peacemaker was great. Even the suicide squad is really Mm -hmm. good. You know, what he's going to put out there is, is going to be amazing. It's just what he does. I I can't see him doing wrong. Unlike Taika Waititi, who, you know, just like went too far with, you know, Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, I, I think James Gunn, I mean, he's he's come up from like the Tromaville stuff. So he's seen the cheesy side of it and he's worked mm-hmm. his way through it. And he's grown and grown and grown. I mean, from day one, I said, you know, they need somebody like a, like a, you know, what's his name uh, in, in Marvel? Oh my gosh. Uh, Kevin Feige. Yeah, we need a Kevin Feige in DC and it should be James Gunn. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm standing by that. I mean, I until he puts out a product that I'm not happy with, I, I, I got to back him. There's, you know, mm-hmm. it's tough because he came into a pile of crap with the DCEU. Right. And, you know, even though Affleck was awesome uh, and Cavill was awesome, it, it's tough because it's like if he hangs on to those guys, it's going to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I, I just polished the turd. Here you go. Let's put it out there. He's going to, he's just going to wipe the state clean. He's going to start over. Mm-hmm. And I think like with Guardians of the Galaxy that we had no expectations for, I think he's going to do nothing but surprises. The way I look at it is this. Let's just say I wanted to open up a hamburger restaurant, right? And I'm taking over, I'm buying a property of another establishment of a burger place. And I'm looking at the menu and I'm looking at the the prices or the money that they made for certain burgers. The burgers that ain't making any money for me and it's been there for years, I'm going to switch it up and make new burgers because obviously those, those burgers are not making the money anymore. And nobody likes those burgers. So even though there's a lot of people that do like Henry Campbell, which I do, I'm one of them. I, I think he's great as a Superman. Um, I'm a fan of Batflack. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of Robert Pattinson too. So if you can look at anything with the, the Matt Reeves project with the Batman, all three of us like that movie, he totally did something different with Batman. New Batman, you know, the Riddler, and he did everything different, and it was actually a good movie. And it was so good, it didn't feel like a, a DC movie. It felt like a like a seven type movie. So I'm looking at 
in a positive way, James Gunn coming in there, I'm, I'm sure he did his research. The one thing that people forget is he's a huge DC fan. So he reads all the material because he's a huge DC fan. Thus, when he did this Suicide Squad, he picked a lot of characters that he loved from the comics that none of us were like, bro, I don't remember those characters. And that's what he does. So we just have to have faith in him picking the right Superman. And he, the one thing he does say is he knows how important Superman and Batman is for the franchise. So he knows that's what's going to move DC. Just like Marvel, you know, like they have right now, they have Iron Man, you know, and then Captain America. That's look what it did in the last 10 years for Marvel. He understands that. So I'm sure he's looking for the right actors. Uh, from what I hear, he's writing Superman. So he's taking his time with it. And you just got to be patient. I, I wholeheartedly agree, man. You know, it's like even Jason Momoa is dropping hints. He's making he's making videos. He's putting them out there like. DC's got a big thing for me. And we all know mm -hmm. from previous you yeah. know, tweets or posts, whatever, he is a Lobo fan. If you look at Lobo, which is one of the most awesome villains mm -hmm. in the DC universe, you look at him and you look at Jason Momoa, that's what you see, right? right. You don't look at him and see Aquaman. I mean, mm -hmm. he was a great Aquaman, don't get me wrong, but he wasn't Aquaman, you know? He wasn't yeah. over here like, fish, 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 fish. You know, he's he, he was something else. They made him completely mm -hmm. different. And, you know, we accepted it because we love Jason Momoa, but he would have right. been so much better in another role. Yeah, because you remember they were doing art before he was cast as um, Aquaman. Like, he needs to play Lobo. Oh, totally. And so that's, I'm sure James Gunn looked and, you know, like I said, he's a huge fan of DC and their comics. Probably looked and said, dude, he would be a good Lobo. And he still, he still looks good, you know, because Lobo can be, have his own movie, but he can pop in a different, if you're looking at the 10-year span, he can pop in and out through those 10 years. He doesn't have to keep coming out with a movie. Right. Uh, you guys mentioned that uh, he will be the Kevin Feige of the DCEU. So I'm just going to jump straight to Phase 4. That's what we're going to get is Kevin <laughs> Feige Phase 4. I hope not. I really <laughs> hope not. Yeah. Uh, you know, at this point, he hasn't put Shazam on the uh, on the chopping block. So mm -hmm. uh, that's – I'll give him a shot as long as he doesn't mess with uh, Shazam. <laughs> I feel like Dave Bautista shouldn't have announced like, oh, this is my last movie. He's been announcing it forever that it's yeah. hard to keep in the shape that's necessary to be that character. And, you know, it's it's just like in their old oh, rocket might just come on, my bro. Like, mm -hmm. like I avoid trailers and spoilers. And then you have the director and the actors pretty much telling us like, oh, this right. is going to happen. That's going to happen. No, nah, dude, I, I don't stay off the Internet for like two months before a movie comes out for you mm -hmm. to spoil it six months before. So, yeah. Yeah. You know what, Alfonso? I can I can appreciate your excitement. I respect your excitement. Um, I love Guardians one and two. They're like mm -hmm. my favorite movies, and I'm, yeah. I'll tell you right now, I cried in both of them, dude. Like, mm -hmm. like there were scenes in that movie that just pulled at my heartstrings. But this mm -hmm. one, oh man, I'm just telling you, my spider senses mm -hmm. are telling me. I'll say rabbit senses. My rabbit senses are telling me <laughs> it's not going to be good. But I hope I'm wrong. I, I think it's going to be good because this is his last Marvel project, and I know. He's not gonna make a bad movie to where people are saying, "See, he don't care because he's going to DC." So he, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm pretty exactly. sure he's, it's gonna be a good movie. You know, people are gonna die in it, so you're probably gonna pull your heartstrings even more, bro. Because if the fact that they are gonna do a new Guardians, bro, if you don't kill him, what are you gonna do with him? Okay, bro, you've been in the same job for like 20 years, okay? Mm -hmm. Whereas me, 
I switch companies like every four to five years, right? I'm mercenary yeah. style. I'm not ashamed to say it. Now, I can tell you from a man who has had many last days on a job, mm -hmm. your last day, you're not looking to impress anybody, okay? Right. You're probably not working your hardest. You're like, yeah. hmm, mm -hmm. how can I make this last day as easy as possible right. and get my check? <laughs> so true, true story. <laughs> However, you're not in a business where everybody's looking at you. Social media is huge, man. And so, like, people know whether or not you James Gunn can't sit and say, Hmm, I wonder if I can make a second movie today. He's gonna be looked at from everybody. It isn't like us, no one cares about us if we decide to make it a second day or for your last day, bro. This dude's getting looked at, and he's already getting looked at because they're upset about you know, uh, what he's doing about firing people and stuff like that. Like, he looked at the but dude, you can't be mad at him. He looked at that Wonder Man 3, Wonder Woman 3, and said, Nah. -uh. Wonder Woman 2 sucked. And yeah. I and she's like, but I'm trying to tell a whole story from the beginning. Your story sucks. The second <laughs> one was straight garbage, man. I'm glad I watched that for free, bro. Dude, my my, my spider sense went off on that, bro. And I was like, I think this one's going to suck. And then good thing, because you remember at the time when HBO Max, remember it was like, the movie and it came out there and I was thinking the whole time I'm so glad it paid to watch this garbage. That's for sure. I agree with that. So I gotta agree. Well, Alfonso, you have started us off with a great deal of debate, man. So I'm gonna try to come in with a number two. I think it's coming out of left field. This is my left hand. Left field. It's coming out of left field. You guys were not expecting this one. My number two part of a franchise. Bringing back Ash Campbell. Well, not not actually bringing back Ash Cancel Campbell, but uh, Evil Dead Rise. That's my number two. Mm -hmm. Is he in it? He'll be part of, you know, basically it's like, oh, it's the franchise. We're all going to stick our hand in there and get some money. So he'll be part of like the direction slash production, but he's not actually in the movie as far as I know, which is good. I, I seriously think he'll at least make a cameo. Have you guys seen that trailer? I have not. My bro, oh, yeah. I know you're you're not the guy who's trying to like you know watch movies about people that are possessed and demons and everything like that, but this movie, like you know how normally they save like the scary parts or like the the parts that are really intense, like you just get one of those. This trailer is like, what's next? Because mm -hmm. every scene in the trailer is just freaky, intense, and I'm thinking. Even if they take all these scenes and those were the best scenes in the movie, that's like 10 good scenes. And yeah. I think because they didn't really go through the story. Oh, my gosh. I'm an Evil Dead fan. And I feel like this is going to be the reboot that is just going to put Evil Dead back into the, the public eye like it hasn't been in a while. I don't know. The one thing we've learned about everything in the previews and we asked that question, what's left in the movie? That's usually the movie. <laughs> I'm willing to take that chance, bro. I stand yeah. very, uh, dude, I stand at my number two. I feel like Evil Dead has done so much as far as, you know, like one of my favorite movies has been, you know, Ash versus Evil Dead. Uh, you know, Evil Dead 1 and 2, man, you know, take it or leave it. But yeah. uh, Ash versus Evil Dead was just awesome. Then they had the TV show. They've tried to reboot it. Yeah. I think they just, that's why Alfonso, I feel like they're not going to try to bring back Ash because this is just going to be a complete reboot. They're going to lose that comic edge and just make it straight 
horror and it's gonna be insane that's why i liked it because it was straight comedy i didn't i don't like that process stuff because <laughs> that stuff be happening that stuff be happening bro i'm not trying to go to a movie theater to watch that crap yeah. i know uh, evil dead franchise i mean it's it's been so much fun but and it has the best one-liners and everything and and it does have some some thrills in it, so you know you you get that scariness, but you know you still gotta have a good time, because you know it's like sometimes it was just scary all the time. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. hiding behind my wife, but you know yeah. when when I can mm-hmm. laugh about it afterwards, it's it's mm-hmm. awesome, you know. And the yeah. one liners make it, you know. I maybe not as as much as like even a speaking part. This is my my thought. Somebody's gonna be walking by an S smart, and you're gonna see Ash there like beep beep. He's checking things out beep. <laughs> Yeah, I'm calling it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not down for that lady <laughs> with the messed up hair, face looking all jack. Her freaking head does a 360. She's always wearing white, and she's freaking crawling, running after you, <laughs> uh, crawling on walls like she's Spider Man. I don't know, man. We'll see, Joe. What is your numero dos? Mine was a movie, it's it's a sequel to, but it was a movie that you had told me to go see. I had to watch it, and it was pretty good. Uh, I'm looking forward to Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. I think that one's going to be pretty good. I, the first one didn't let me down. Uh, I enjoyed the first one a lot, because at that point, Marvel didn't come out with good cartoon or anime movies you know, at all. It was all DC. And that was one of the reasons why I didn't want to watch Spider-Man because I'm like, bro, because that's the one thing you count on with DC is the animation department is really good. The stories are good. And I'm not looking forward to Marvel because Marvel is it's just not good. But I remember you like, bro, you need to watch this. It's 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 really good. And then, you know, I went to watch. It. I'm like, man, I couldn't believe up till I say Homecoming. That was probably like one of my favorite Spider-Man movies because it was just like really good. And so, like, I'm really looking forward to the second one. I would say then we'll let Alfonso come in and be positive. So uh, here's my thought. (laughs) It, to me, is going to suffer the same fate as Secret Wars. And what a lot of problems that I've had with Marvel as of late, which is too many variants. It would be cool if, you know, Spider-Man 2099, okay, that's cool. And uh, Spider-Punk, that's cool. Uh, But it seems like they're trying to bring in every obscure Spider-Man that there's ever been. And it's just like, come on, dude, that's too much. Mm -hmm. That's my concern. But I will say, I am not a fan of animated movies. But for me to recommend a movie to Joe, that's got to be a stellar movie. And Mm -hmm. I did feel that the movie was so great i think i watched it then i watched it like the next day with my son because he's a huge mm-hmm. miles morales fan uh so i'll say this i'm not expecting much because i feel like it's going to be overkill with the variants but i feel like this movie will prove me wrong because the first one was so good and they're setting it up as a trilogy yeah 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 um the spider-man into the spider-verse like it completely changed the genre man that the animation was like top shelf and and not only did they have like top shelf animation they had like different stylings of animation for each character and everything was just it just you, you wouldn't think they'd work together but they were able to meld it together into one big thing what they did with that that movie was amazing and i i can't see them failing with the second one i 
you know, you've got, yeah, you got all the Peter Parker variants. But what's what's mm-hmm. cool is Miguel O'Hare, O'Hara, O'Hara, uh, Spider-Man twenty ninety nine. He's not a Parker. You know, Miles mm-hmm. Morales is not a Parker. So they're like kind of the two outside people working with all the Parkers. I guess Penny Parker. Well, no, Penny Parker is even a Parker. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking forward to seeing you know a lot of different Spider-Man that I you know I've seen throughout the years. You know, the Fantastic Four, Baghead Spider-Man. You know, um, they, they, the Cyber Spider-Man. They they have so many, and it it looks it looks amazing. You know. I, I'm wondering how they're going to do it with this because, you know, when in the first one they had everybody have their own art style, right? So this one they're going to a different world. So every different world is that going to have their own art style, and he's still going to look the same throughout. Oh, and and on top of it, the one Peter Parker has a baby now. He's walking around with a baby in a front pack. Oh man, that dude is going to tear at your heartstrings. You know it's going to. Isn't Tom Holland supposed to be in this one? I know, I know that's like TikTok rumor, and mm-hmm. I try to stay away from that. But I heard yeah. Tom Holland could possibly be in it. That would be nice. I bring back Tobey Maguire. Yeah, all of them. I don't see why they wouldn't do that. Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, and um, Andrew Garfield. Andrew, yeah. <laughs> and they they could be like a group of people that know each other. They're like, well, wait a minute, hold on. You guys are acting a little erratic here. Let's mm-hmm. get back to being Peter Parker. And then Miles mm-hmm. would be like, I know Parker. Right. <laughs> the reveal. Like like the Scooby-Doo, he's not Peter no. Parker. He's Miles Morales. <laughs> Old man Rivers. <laughs> Alfonso X-Man Flores, dying to hear what your number two is. What do you got? My number two is the same as Joe's number two. I'm equally as excited. It is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Again, I can't say enough about this movie. I am super stoked. It actually was tough to keep that out of my number one slot. Um, and honestly, when I put my one, two, and three down, I really thought all three of us would have the same exact movies in different orders. Yeah. But dudes, you're throwing some hardball, you know, curveballs at us, and I'm really appreciating that because those movies I'm excited to see, they're on my list of things that if we have time, I want to talk about. So, mm. well, except Fast and Furious. You know what? I, I'm realizing more and more that my taste in movies doesn't follow the normal mainstream as far as like people are like that stunk and i'm like no no actually it wasn't bad uh so you know shout out to Derek murray but um yeah sometimes i feel like the movies that i like and i look forward to because joe will tell you that pretty frequently like i find the weirdest movies to watch so understand and i respect that my list is going to be a little bit different than everyone else because i look for stuff that's a little different total respect right respect okay gentlemen i would say that if i said three two one tell me what my number one movie is that every lady gentleman and knight of the nerd world order can simultaneously tell me what my number one is. So I'm going to try it. Never done this before. Okay, here goes. On when I hit one, shout out what my number one movie is in three, two, one. Shazam. Now, here's the question with Alfonso throwing out a joke because <laughs> everyone else. Across the multiverse, all the variants <laughs> simultaneously yelled out Shazam. Simultaneously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm predictable. Yes, I do have one, two, three, four, four Shazam pictures directly in front of me. Uh, two Shazam cups, 
four Shazam statues uh, behind me. So it should come as no surprise to anyone that I am absolutely pumped about Shazam, Fury of the Gods. But it looks like an awesome movie. It's just not the sort of thing where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm not being like The Rock where I'm just like, oh, dude, this, this is going to be solid, you know, and everyone's like, no, this movie is going to be awesome. Shazam, Fury of the Gods, get in line now because it will be the greatest movie of 20 and 23. Go ahead. Shoot me down, Joe. I'm going to pick the rock stance on this and how he didn't want to be have anything to do with that Shazam because he didn't think it was good enough. Even though I'm like, have you read a comic book, bro? That's like his arch rival. And even he didn't want to be in the movie, bro. He's like, no, we need Henry Campbell. And it's like, I mean, I'll, I'll still watch it, but I mean, I'll, I guess I'll watch it. Because that's the last DC universe that we're going to see because JJ, you know, James Gunn is going to kick him out. Bah, that's it. No more Shazam. Bah. I feel like Shazam's overall tone yeah. would fit very well because you have family and you yeah. have humor. Yeah. That's a James, that's James Gunn yeah. right there, man. I yeah. feel like that's going to be a perfect match for James Gunn. Yeah, I'm just joking, man. I, I think that's why he hasn't said anything about him. But I don't think this movie's gonna do well. I don't think it's gonna make money. Um, I think the writers for these movies aren't that good. I think if they had better writers, it's, it's not that good, bro. It's really not. <laughs> if it wasn't Shazam, you'd be like, man, what is this garbage? Phase four. <laughs> I think Shazam is gonna be like the last part of phase four <laughs> for DC. <laughs> I'll still watch it though. So let me throw out one additional question that I really want to hear Alfonso's take on this. So, Joe, um, are you going to go to Shazam, which features Megan Good? Yeah, of course. That's the only reason I would go. Alfonso, throw some positivity into my life. What's your <laughs> thoughts on Shazam? The first movie was amazing. I, I had such a great time with it. So much fun. You know, it, and that's what I love in a movie, fun. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see this movie. And I think it's going to be just as fun, if not more. But I do have one complaint about it, and it's Shazam versus. Thank you for being a friend. Traveled down the road and back again. He's fighting the Golden Girls, man. Come on, come on, man. Lucy Liu is not part of the uh, Golden Girls. Granted. You know, uh, she she may be a little bit younger than Billy Batson, but she's not one of the Golden Girls. And, and Helen Mirren. And she's fine, see, too. See? Yeah, see? Right. We, she, she okay, good. so, Joe, we got Lucy Liu and mm -hmm. Megan Good, who you like, but I personally have never actually looked at in that way since I've been yeah. married. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the reasons to go watch. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't they age up Lucy Liu for this? She's still thinking fine. like, well, she totally is dude, one of my favorites. But if she's mm -hmm. aged up and eventually maybe something's going to happen where she absorbs her powers, she becomes younger. But Helen Mirren's still Helen Mirren. You know, it's, it's Ruth, they yeah, might as well have Ruth McClanahan, Betty White. <laughs> well, I will say that I feel like Lucy Liu probably has the Angela Bassett effect where it's like, yes, she is one of our more patron stars. However, she still holds herself very well on the screen and is a phenomenal mm -hmm. actress. Yep, I agree. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this movie, though, so don't, don't get me wrong. 
Alfonso is a kind man, kind man, except when it it comes to the older actors and actresses, which you guys ever notice how Alfonso, whenever someone reaches a certain age, he's just like, they're too old to be in a movie. I'm trying to see old people in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like you, I like you, Jackman, but damn it, he's old. And tall. (laughs) I want a franchise player. I want somebody who can make me 10, 20 years. Am I going to be here 10 more, 20 years? Probably. I'll still be here 10, 10, 20 more years. I want somebody who's going to be there with me for those 10 and 20 years. Dang, you're just selling all of Hollywood short. I mean, as long as they stay off of the the party scene and take care of themselves, I'm hoping they can you know, stay in there and nothing happens to him. So dang Alfonso. Once again, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, Mr. Positivity does not like the older actresses and actresses. <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> okay. Well, that's my number one. Uh, let's see here, Joe, I'm getting ready to, to fire back. What is your number one choice? Mine is John Wick four. I'm looking forward to John Wick. I love that franchise. I like Keanu Reeves in it. I don't care if they kill this cat and he's just killing everybody that had anything to do with killing this cat, bro. Dog, lizard, rats, mouse pet, a hamster, a freaking iguana. Even if he had fish in a tank, bro. Someone killed his fishes in the tank and he just went on a shooting spree and started kicking everyone's buck. Bro, I'm done with that, dude. I'm looking forward to that. I like all I, I like all the John Wick movies. And it's coming out like in a couple months. I can't wait for that. So I'm pretty hyped up. Did you all notice? Go back, hit rewind, go back 30 seconds, maybe 60 seconds. Joe listed off a series of pets and he (laughs) left off the greatest pet of all time. If you go John Wick's Rabbit, I would have been down with John Wick. I'd have been like, well, now someone has to die. But Joe didn't mention Rabbit. So. Joe, you know what? I, I just, after the first John Wick, the movies just got preposterous to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I get, oh, he's supposed to have this body armor. And, mm-hmm. bro, you just, you're too skilled. You, you just got too much skill, John Wick. You gonna be everybody? No, I did think in the last John Wick, when Haley Berry had her dogs, yeah, that was cool. Right. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. But then they're going to have a spinoff that doesn't include her. Just has some, oh, there's some new person we're bringing in. Because to Alfonso's point, they have to go out and find a younger actor or actress. Uh, because I guess John Wick is aging out and Haley Berry's aging out. So let's find this random here and, and make her the new, the new, uh, the new assassin. I enjoy John Wick 1. Love John Wick 1. Mm-hmm. I was hyped on John Wick 1. After that, it just got preposterous for me. Now, I'm going to throw this out here. Oh, my God, Deuce, will you shut up? Okay, I just got to throw this out here. Because when I watch the trailer, there's this theory. And it's a badass theory. And it makes sense. John Wick is Neo's dreams mm-hmm. in the fourth between the third and fourth Matrix. He's dreaming all of that. And the thing is, if you look at the characters in John Wick, a lot of those actors and actresses have appeared in the Matrix movies. And so the thought is, that's just Neo's dream. I'm shutting up, Alfonso. Take it. Okay. So you said preposterous. Yes, that word, preposterous. And I, I completely agree. All right. I do like the John Wick movies. They are very entertaining. And the things they do are amazing. But when it all comes down to it, it's 
shoot, shoot, kick, punch, roll, shoot, shoot, kick, punch, roll, shoot, shoot. It, it's just got a formula. And, and after a while, it's just like, that's the same thing he did the last guy. So at first, the first movie, it was, it was great because it was all something new and it's more realistic because that's kind of what, I mean, except for the, I mean, you know, but anyways, and it's just funny to me that you said preposterous when you also included Fast and the Furious on your list because I, those movies are like complete suspension of disbelief and physics. And, and when, when you said they went to space, I honestly thought that that was a joke because I heard that before and I'm like, oh, no, they're, they're, that's the next movie. They're, they're just joking. But they really went to space. That, that surprises me. But these two movies, they kind of seem like the same thing for me. You've got gun porn and you've got car porn, right? And it, it satisfies that itch. You know, it does. They're fun movies. They're exciting movies. But after a while, it's just like, uh, how many more of these are you going to make? I know nobody nobody feels the same way I do about John Wick, but I do. Yeah, you know, I, I see what Joe's doing right now. We're about to get blasted. I see him looking at the <laughs> Wikipedia page. He's, he's about to jump on his steed, Wikipedia, and just drop the knowledge on us. So, uh yeah, I was trying to figure out, like, you know, like, uh, remember Chow Young Fat? Yeah. Chow Young Fat, before he started making American movies, he used to do a lot of gun movies. So, like, John Woo, that's where John Woo did a lot of his movies with Chow Young Fat, where he would do the, the double gun snap shooting and stuff like that. And so, like, I've always been a fan of those type of movies. And, of course, you know, Alan knows this very well. I love Kung Fu movies. And so, what do those have in common? Nobody cares about the story. You're just there for the action and the movements. So for me, that's just the best of both worlds where I can get a lot of gunplay as well as Kung Fu play. And then if you look, there's videos out there, you know, of Keanu doing exactly what he does in the movies where he's proven like, yo, this is fake, but watch me. I'm shooting at this angle. I'm doing this. I'm hitting all my targets. So it, that video makes it believable that he could probably do that. And again, you know, like I'm, I'm a huge fan of Michael Jordan. Because Jordan demolished the competition, but I still loved it and watched him doing it. That's the same thing with Keanu Reeves and John, as John Wick. He's yeah, he's destroying everybody, but I'm okay with that. I like that. I go there for that entertainment, just like Fast Ten. I know what I'm going to get out of that movie, and I'm okay with it, even though people complain about it. Them flying in space in a in a Pontiac, you know, like I'm okay with that. Yeah. These these gung fu movies, I mean, they're just they're they're entertaining. They are, and if you if you admit what you know, you like them for what they are. For that reason, they they are. They're a lot. Of, they're they're fun. But when people are like, "Oh, that's a great movie," it's like uh, it, it's very entertaining, and I, I can definitely agree with that. Right. Well, that's you know what what number one or you know one through three. What is our list of the movies we're looking forward to? That's that's why that's on my list. That's, I'm looking forward to watching that movie. I've that's watched true. all three you know, with my sons. So it's like, and they like John Wick as well. So it's like, you know, and then just, you know, just knowing, you know, like seeing interviews of Keanu Reeves as a person, he's just a, he's just a legitimate, humble, cool guy. And that just, he's the opposite of the rock of what the rock is. You know what I mean? He's like, even if his movie doesn't make any, he, any he plays in movies that, that don't even make that much money, but he's still humble, whether it's successful in movies or, you know, or the movie bombs. And that's that. I like that. You know, like I used to be a huge fan of The Rock in WWE when it was called WWF. And um, he's just, you could tell he's changed, like just the way he talks and stuff like that. To your point, Alan, he's very egocentric. 
And, you know, like, I guess it's okay to be that, but at a certain point, like, you know, when you get caught cheating and it's on camera and everyone sees it and you're like, that wasn't me, bro. You ain't shaggy. And you're sitting there looking like, like, yeah, you know, like, uh, you're throwing out fake stats, bro. Like, how do you respect somebody that doesn't even acknowledge their failures? And then you do pump up videos where you're like, oh, hey, you know, you do this and you, you know, but you, you just did the opposite of that when you can't admit defeat. I agree with that. I, I really can't disagree with that. And let me, let me say, I'm going to be there to see John Wick opening day. I'm going to be there on preview night. So yeah. as much as I'm talking, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. No doubt. Oh yeah. Same thing with Shazam. I talk a lot of smack, but I'll be there. Alfonso X-Man Flores. Everyone is on pins and needles because I honestly cannot think of what your number one would be. What do you got? I, I honestly, I, I can't believe you guys did not put Ant-Man Quantumania up there. I mean, this is going to be, you know, the opening of the can that's going to start off, you know, uh, phase five. It's you know, introducing King and, and the light that he's going to be introduced in. Um, not, not just, you know, the one who knows. He's, he's going to be King. You know, and this movie is going to rip things open apart and, and set way for the new uh, Avengers movies. And I, I mean, I, I'm super stoked about this movie. I can't, I can't be more excited about this movie. Here's my problem. It's funny because I was talking to my son about this. I want to say maybe yesterday, maybe even today, right? He goes, hey, are, are you excited for, you know, Ant-Man Quantumania? I said, no, son. Because I was so disappointed in phase four, I'm not getting my hopes up again. I'm going to watch it. But I feel like Kevin Feige is less of a, let's say, visionary right now. He's just a hype man, you know? <laughs> like, put on your clock, bro, and be like Flavor Flav. That's all he is at this point. He's just a hype man. And so I can't believe a word that he says. I don't care about these trailers. The only saving grace for me is Jonathan Major is mm-hmm. just a crazy good actor. So that's yeah, the only he's thing. Really good. But but then I told myself, I said, self. So is Christian Bale. And I was like, ah, dang, slap myself <laughs> down again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's my th- that's my thing, bro. It's just yeah, hey, but that that was Waitiki Watiki that messed that up. Yeah. You, you Christian Bale I mean? did a good like, job. Yeah, Watiki Watiki just didn't give him enough playtime, which is terrible. Bro, you're a supervisor, right? So you know that when your people aren't doing a good job and they're Mm -hmm. messing up, a good boss comes to them and says, yo, you need to get this crap together, Mm -hmm. okay? Because you're not going to make us all look bad. Well, guess what? Kevin Feige sat there, Mm -hmm. saw the dailies on that crappy movie, and he let them go out there into the world and give us that garbage. And then he had the audacity to look at us all and go that's pretty good right yeah the problem is is kevin fight he's complacent so in the beginning it was so good because he had a plan and no and no one expected that 10-year plan and it, and it was so it was so good you had a few movies that weren't that good right but i think it's harder for him maybe to plan out the next 10 years because everybody is expecting the same type of buildup 
And it was like he would we're not doing that. We did that last time. We're not doing that again, which it's he should have because it probably would have been better leading up to. So, but the 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 good thing about this last trailer that they did play, it looks a lot better than the first two trailers that I seen. First two trailers, I was like, eh. This last one, I was like, okay, maybe. But to to Alan's point, Phase Four has been so bad. I'm not hyped up about it, bro. It's just like, it's like a perpetual liar telling you, like, hey, I won't lie again, and they just keep lying. And then, like, you know, shame on me for over and over again thinking this guy's not gonna lie to me, and you keep lying to me every day. Shame on me now. At this point, shame on me. And that's and that and that's that's what it feels like with Kevin Feige and his his phase four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, however many he wants to go. If he keeps doing the same thing he did in phase four, bro, it's not going to be that good. And then now they're saying that Dr. Doom ain't even going to be in there, bro. Like, how are you going to do Secret Wars without Dr. Doom? Bro, get the hell out of here, bro. I'm done. <laughs> come on, man. You know, what the, you know what the, come on, man. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of, like, how each of us would treat an ex-girlfriend. How, like, she was really, really good to you at first. And then she cheated on you. And it's like, I'm going to give her another chance. You guys are like, no, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Alfie's like, but she can cook. <laughs> <laughs> she makes a lot of money. I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> like, I'll just make top ramen, bro. I don't care. Not going back. Hey, don't knock top ramen. Top ramen with some eggs. Bro, I, I'm, not knock, I'm not knocking the top ramen, bro, at yeah. all. I'm letting you know, like, hey. She might be able to cook, but I'll eat this instead. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, just, I just found out that top ramen, you're not supposed to eat it by itself. You're supposed to throw other stuff in there. Yeah, bro. You don't throw eggs in there? Uh, actually, I haven't had top ramen in years. Wow. You're, yeah. you're missing out on abusing your body, bro. That's one of those things. <laughs> it's not good for you, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. I've used, it enough, I've used it enough in other ways. Like, I got a wife who can't cook. Woo! Nice. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, so, guys, tell me, you know, I'm going to start it off. Start it off with the honorable mentions. And I'm just going to throw them both out there. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was mm-hmm. on my honorable mention list. And now that, you know, you talked about it, it could have made number three over Fast mm-hmm. X. And then John Wick Chapter 4 was also on my list. Like, mm-hmm. I went back and forth. Uh, that wouldn't have made it on my list. It's honorable mention, but it wouldn't have made it on my list just because it's just not my jam. You know, what? like I said, opening day, I'm going to be there, mm-hmm. but I'm not anticipating much. So that was my honorable mentions. Joe, what do you have for honorable mention? Uh, mine was, um, what was it? It was Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Like that could, like, like, like you said, it could have made it up there, but... Like I said, dude, <laughs> phase four, man, phase four, phase four. That's <laughs> all I gotta say. Phase four, and so maybe dude, there's just so many movies that are coming out. Like 2023 is gonna be the year of like a, a bunch of movies, you know that are that are gonna come out. So. For me, if I had to do like Marvel and DC movies, it's probably Shazam or Ant-Man is probably like a good honorable mention, you know, because, yeah, I talk a lot of smack about those Phase 4 and and Shazam, but 
we're we're still nerds. We like comic book movies. We're gonna go check it out. And there's like a little like faint light, little light. You know, like you're in like a dark cave, bro, and you're looking for the light. You see a little thing in there, and you know, like those person will walk up and pick up. Look, it's a light, and then the light gets bigger, bro, and it shows you the way out. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully it does that, and hopefully it doesn't leave you lead you to a dead end. That's right, Alfonso Westman Flores. Your honorable mentions. Okay, so my honorable mentions. I, I have a big list, and I'm going to just leave off the ones that you guys have already talked about. Um, first of all, the Marvels. I'm still super stoked about that. I love Miss Marvel. It was such a great show, and I made a meme about it a long time ago where the Marvels had Jean Grey in it because she's Marvel Girl. And there's speculation that she might be in that. So I am down with that. You know, X-Men right there. Boom. I'm good. Alfonso, go. come on, man. The only speculation that's coming out about Jean Grey <laughs> and that movie is coming from your cell phone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I ain't never heard that. The only rumor I heard about Jean Grey is in Deadpool 3. I'll send you. Like, supposedly, she's... I don't know her name. I can't remember her name. She's supposed to come back with that role. Sophia Turner? Yeah. No, no, not Sophia Turner. The the other one. The original Jean Grey. Oh, Famke Jensen, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I heard. She's supposed to come back in Deadpool 3. That's the only Jean Grey I heard, bro. You know she's old, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know know we're old, bro. (laughs) Right, that's right. We are old. All right. So let's see. Uh, the Marvels kind of stoked about that. I, I don't even mind seeing Brie Lawson again. And uh, and then you've got uh, what's her name, uh, Photon from uh, from uh, WandaVision. She's gonna be good. Um, I I I, can't, I still want to see the Flash. I mean, I'm not exactly happy with Ezra Miller and and uh, these actions. Um, but you know, Michael Keaton as Batman is gonna be in that, and I I'm, I, I want to see. It. I'm, I'm bummed that he I didn't get to see him in Batgirl even though Batgirl would have probably been really bad. But, you know, Michael Keaton deserves it. Um, and then Blue Beetle. Of course, I'm excited about Blue Beetle still. You know, I love that Sholo kid from uh, Karate Kid. I think he – or, I'm sorry. Cobra Kai. Uh, Cobra Kai, yeah. He does a good job. You know, he's a, mm-hmm. he's a good kid. Um, <laughs> look at me. He's young. <laughs> and he can carry mm-hmm. a franchise. And he's probably going to get fired after this movie because they're cleaning house over at DC – Actually, but mm-hmm. he hasn't been shown yet, so he might be like one of the the forefront runners, you know. Um, and then you know, can't forget about Aquaman, Last Kingdom. So, bro, I forgot those three movies you mentioned come out this year. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why I brought them up because it's still something I want to see, something I no. will see. Not exactly happy about anything, you know. You got Amber Heard and Aquaman. You've got Brie Larson in the Marvels, and you've got. You know Ezra Miller in The Flash. It's just like they're all movies with clouds above their heads, but I'm still stoked to see them. That's a pretty good honorable mention. I would say all three of those movies are going to be overlooked until maybe about two months before they come out. Aquaman's probably going to make a ton of money like it did before. Uh, but you know, as far as like the Marvels go, unless it's just a really good movie, I don't expect people to gravitate mm-hmm. towards that one. Blue Beetle, yeah, that's going to make less money than Shazam. Yeah. Uh, so, and, uh, and yeah, no. I like go Blue ahead. Beetle. He's he's dope. But I yeah, who know who? If you unless you read comic books, you know, or watch Young Justice, you're not going to know who Blue, Blue Beetle is. Right. 
and it's not Ted Cord, the original Blue Beetle, which is basically Batman. It, mm-hmm. It's going to be, uh, is it Robbie Reyes? No, that's that's what his name is. <laughs> I don't remember what his name is. But anyways, mm-hmm. he's you know younger, you know Latino kid that uh, finds this you know magical scarab from from space, mm-hmm. and it gives him all these powers of, of like a suit of armor that can. It's a little sentient. It argues with him. It sometimes wants to do more than he wants to do, like kill. And he doesn't want to. He wants to rein that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a constant inner struggle between him and his suit, kind of like Venom. It's it's basically like Venom, but it's more armor and metal. Yeah, it's like a Venom Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. Combo. Yeah. <laughs> Combo breaker. If Ant Man does well, is Marvel is the Marvels the next movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, if Ant Man does well, then everybody will look forward for the Marvels because it's gonna, if they if they go back to the same format where it leads into the next movie kind of thing, like the end credits things, how they used to do that were really good and now they're garbage. Mm-hmm. But I think if Ant Man isn't that good, then I can see no one looking forward to. I mean, I think this is a year Marvel's gonna have to step up. I think if Marvel doesn't step up, they're gonna they're gonna lose whatever traction they did have. Yeah, it's actually it's Ant Man in February, uh, Guardians in May, Spider Man in June, and Marvels in July. Okay, so it's going to be like one right after the other. It's just crazy because it's February and then there's nothing for six months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, summer is the blockbuster season, mm-hmm. so they're probably holding yeah. off for oh. that. Then there's oh the DC or uh, the Disney. Uh, there, there's a bunch of shows on Disney Plus that are going to come out yeah. in between. I forgot about that, like Se- yeah. Secret War, uh, Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. So, excellent point. Well, gentlemen, if you're keeping track, we have covered three awesome movies that we're all going to like, and a few movies that didn't make the honorable mention. I just want to say to everyone. No matter whether I say it's going to be on the list or not, whether I say it's going to be exciting or not. I'm going to watch every movie. I'm going to be there mm-hmm. opening day and I'm going to be excited. So um, I will say I got to agree with Joe. 2023 is going to be awesome. Yeah. And I feel like this will be a very fun year to watch movies. Yeah, I think so too. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and Knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefined. Booyah!